Welcome to the Beautiful Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show for women entrepreneurs who are ready to make more money and take their business to the next level. I am your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you the tools I have learned over the past 18 years growing my business to consecutive multiple six-figure years from my garage while raising three boys. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, episode number 24, Treat Your Business Like Your Baby. (laughs) So I hope you had a great 4th of July. It is actually, when I'm recording this, the day before I am publishing it, it is 4th of July. It's 4th of July morning. And normally I don't wait so long before I uh, prepare a podcast and record a podcast, but it has been a really busy time in general, just for my coaching business and my jewelry business. And so I'm coming in hot at the last minute. So I hope you have had a wonderful 4th of July. I right now, let me start by saying that right now, today, actually, I am having a sale for my jewelry business. And I do not have very many sales. I'll talk more about this later. I do not have very many sales, but a few years ago, I just all of a sudden at the last minute decided to kind of test out a new way of doing sales. Um, I was testing out for, okay, so let me think about this. So I had a new way I wanted to do a sale for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And so I thought, ooh, I should test it out on 4th of July. It's another holiday where people are hanging out and they're posting pictures on their phones and they're enjoying their life. And so I thought, ooh, 4th of July will be a great day. And it was such an overwhelming success that the next year I did it again and the next year I did it again. So here I am having another sale. And so I will talk more about that again in the podcast. So what I wanted to talk about is you remember that amazing quote uh, by President Kennedy when he said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I want you to think about that quote in terms of your business. Ask not what your business can do for you, but what you can do for your business. And the reason I wanted to talk about this today is I see a lot of people that they, of course, we all want money. We start a business because we want to provide for our families. We want an income. We want flexibility. Uh, But sometimes we can get a little wrapped up in taking from our business, maybe possibly being frustrated from our business. And it's kind of a, it's a, a mind shift we need to have to really think what does my business need from me? You know, thinking in terms of the future of my business, not just right now, what can I take from my business, but what can I do to really nurture my business, play the long game and create an amazing business that I give to, and then of course, will in turn give even more to me. So I want to take a moment and I want you to pause and think about, are you showing up in service of your business? Are you having positive thoughts about your business? Or like a lot of entrepreneurs I see, and I years and years ago would get caught up in this too, is this frustration of, you know, my business isn't providing enough money. My business, I, you know, I'm not getting what I want out of it. Where are your thoughts in terms of your business? Because again, obviously we want our businesses to provide us with a livelihood, but if we get too wrapped up in the... I want my business to be making me more money. It's not where I want it to be. Frustration that can really negative negatively affect our business. So are you thinking about your business like your baby? Are you thinking of it in terms of are you nurturing your business as opposed to always wanting your business to nurture your lifestyle? What does your business need from you? This is a great question to ask yourself. Would your business be proud of the action you're taking and the devotion you are giving it? In a year, will I be glad I did the things I'm doing now for my business? 
And the last question I want to um, want you to ask is, is your business proud of the decisions you are currently making? So are you thinking about the long game? What do you want your business to look like in five or 10 years? I think if we do this, we will make dif different decisions. And so I wanna give you a few examples of how I have done this and answered all these questions I've just given you and played the long game. So for example, there was a time in my business where I was in, with my jewelry business, I was in about 15 stores. I used to sell these glass nightlights and I was selling them to about 15 different stores. And this was when really the you know e-commerce online websites were just kind of starting to get, especially for a small business owner, get um, getting bigger, getting more popular. Of course, the internet had been around for a while, but it wasn't like, you know, now if you think about it, like every restaurant has a Facebook page. Well, back, 15 years ago, that wasn't the case. So I had a website, but I probably had two orders a month to it. And most of my energy went to making nightlights and jewelry for friends and family that paid me. But then I was in these 15 stores. And I really sat one day and I thought, what do I want the business of Gracie Glass to look like in five or 10 years? What am I doing? Where am I going? I think I had gotten a little into the fast, how can I make money right now? And so I kept getting in these stores and I was putting so much effort into these stores. And you know, if you don't have a product-based business, I will just let you know that what it is is when you get in a store, right? When I would sell 30 nightlights to a store, I wasn't getting $24 a nightlight. I was getting half the amount, right? Because then that was my wholesale amount. And then they would sell the nightlights at the retail price in the store. So I was making less money, but I was in 15 stores. I did not have time to build a business like to draw people to my website, right? Because I was a stay-at-home mom. I only had so many hours a day. So I really, when I sat down and thought, what am I doing? Where, what is the long game? What do I want this to look like? What does my business need? Not, you know, take away any thought of how much money I want to make this month. What do I want to make in a year? What do I want to make in five years? And I made a big, bold decision to pull out of all of my wholesale accounts. Now, that was kind of a scary decision, although I did have a good relationship with these accounts. And I think if I would have come back to them after three or four months, they would have they would have taken me back. But I decided that I wanted to build an audience online. I wanted to build orders online. And I knew in order to do that, I, I had to dedicate time to it. And I didn't have time if I was going to be in all these stores. I also knew that it would increase my profit margin. If I went, if I thought, wow, instead of being in 15 stores, if I could be selling that much online, it would be a 50% increase. So that was a great thing that came out of me thinking, where do I want to be in five or 10 years? And I thought to myself, what if I could make like 20,000 a year? online and this was again like 15 years ago so it was it was when I look back over my business it was one of the best long game decisions I made for my business I sacrificed in the moment because when I got out all those stores I literally I remember I I decided not to not to sell to the stores anymore and I woke up the next morning thinking I have no business to do. I have no orders to fulfill. And I thought, but that's that's what we're doing. That's the whole point is now I need to figure out how am I going to get people to my website? And the journey began. And now I've built a huge business online where I sell over $100,000 a year just on my website alone. And then the cool thing is I've gone back and I have over the years now grown a little bit of wholesale business. But I know for me, my business, my business loves direct sales. My business loves a high profit margin. And so I only have a few wholesale accounts. 
So another example of really thinking, what is my business need? What is the long-term gain for my business? And that was creating this podcast in January. I thought I'm going to take a whole month. And instead of really diving in and trying to get a bunch of clients, I'm going to start this podcast. And with podcasting, especially when you're new in podcasting, it provides a lot of value, but it's not like I'm getting people knocking down my door just because of the podcast. For me, I thought I'm going to put this podcast out there. It's going to provide tons of value for people. It's going to enrich people's lives. And in a year or two, I will have built up a following where when I have an offer, people are going to be excited for that offer and ready to give me money. But at first, it's a lot of effort and time with no immediate money return. That is something I'm doing for my business. One of the mistakes I see a lot of entrepreneurs, especially for some reason, the women, ladies, I don't know why we do this. We do too many sales and we give too many discounts. I really feel like this is a short-term way of thinking about your business. And you're and to me, it's not thinking about your business. You're thinking about yourself. And when we feel like we have to discount ourselves, it's usually, usually discounting our work or our product or our service comes from thinking thoughts like people are not going to pay, people are not going to want to pay my prices, people are going to think my prices are too expensive, they can't afford my prices, and then you have a sale to motivate immediate money coming your way. And the problem with this is you can really create a following of people that only buy from you when you have a sale. So you want to be very careful. And I'm saying, I'm telling you this on a date that I'm, I just told you in the beginning of this podcast, I am having a sale today. I have very few sales and 4th of July is one of them, but I'm very cautious. There have been so many times over the years where I feel like maybe I'm having a month where I'm not hitting the numbers. And I know that I could so easily say I'm having us even a one day sale, sale and blow my sales out of the water. But that really, is would be for immediate gratification that would be from me Courtney that wouldn't be in benefit for my business in the long run so be very careful about sales and think why am I having a sale what is what is the point one of the reasons I have a sale is because I it's almost like a gift to my my customers and clients it's almost like a thank you to them and that's how I figure that's how I think about giveaways as well it's a thank you to them but I'm very very cautious of what am I putting on sale how much am I discounting how often am I doing it and your reasons behind it and make sure you like your reasons for me, 4th of July sale, the first time I did it, I thought I want to test out, I want to test out a new way of doing Black Friday, Cyber Monday. In the beginning of my business, years and years ago for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I put my whole website on sale and it was like 20% off. It was absurd. At the time I didn't know it. I just thought that's kind of what I was supposed to do. It was what was expected of me until I finally started saying, hmm, I think I'm giving too much away here. I think this is creating a lot of work for my assistants and I, how can this be easier? How can this benefit me and my business? more. So what I did was I tried out a sale over 4th of July where I just offered specific pieces and it was much actually much more streamlined for my customer. It was very clear. Here's what's on sale. And it was much more streamlined for my assistants. And I wasn't like we were taking three weeks to fill orders and running all over the place. So it has now become a thing I do every year. 
So one of the last things I want to talk about that sometimes I see people doing that is not in benefit of their business, it's more in benefit of them, is they're taking too much money from it. They're taking too much money from their business and they're not reinvesting it. Maybe they're even not even uh, saving money for taxes, really taking care of your business. Your business wants you to save money for taxes. Your business wants you to reinvest and put money back into it. Your business does not want you always pulling money out of it and going to Tahoe for a weekend, right? You need to treat your business like your baby and you need to nourish it in order for it to grow. So I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope this has been a little shift for you in terms of how can you think about treating your business like your baby and really nurturing it. And here's the benefit that's gonna happen is that your business is going to grow and it in the end is going to bless you with more money and more freedom and a stronger business. Have a great day. Tuesday. If you are ready to make more money and take your business to the next level, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women entrepreneurs one-on-one to help them achieve at levels higher than ever before. Find me on social and at my website, thebeautifulentrepreneurs.com.